like to take a look at the payment space. Andrew Bowes is with us, Director, Senior Research Analyst at Nico Securities America. Thank you so much for being with us. You have um, a, a bunch of names that we want to talk about here, but I'd love to hear your big trend thoughts, some of these sector talking points of, uh, so people can have an understanding of your premise when you're making these decisions. Yeah, Nicole, I think it's a really interesting time for the space. I mean, usually a lot of investors are pretty focused on the consumer spend data, which actually through the second quarter has been pretty sound. But a lot of investors are looking at the the, the, the household savings rate coming down to, you know, 5.2%, which is one of the lowest uh, that we've seen in about 10 to 14 years as a forward indicator of consumer spend, you know, eventually going to slow. And as you know, a lot of the names in this payment space are really tethered to that. And that, that, that dynamic is getting well understood. So as we head into this next earnings season, a lot of investors in, in our view are focused on margin in a way that they haven't been in, in really, you know, call it five to, to, to 10 years. And in the space that's so nascent, it's really, you know, ultimately hasn't been tested in that way. So, you know, mm. and the, think about the bigger picture. A lot of our names grow 30, 35, 40% even. We think that the place that if, if you can be differentiated on a name and have a differentiated perspective, it's likely on those that can surprise on margin. Because as a reminder, like a lot of our names are still yet to be profitable. And so if you think about the difference between a 5% beat on the top line versus, you know, being on adjusted EBITDA margin or turning profitable fast when what's anticipated, we think those are, the, those are the type of names that investors really want to be exposed to. Right. Or those that are essentially non exposed to non-cyclical markets is the, the high-level so, theme that we're going for. Right, right. So I'm going to work backwards. I usually would ask for picks or names that you were interested in. But I think what, what people definitely would be interested in is why you're a little bearish on PayPal at this moment you know that it's highly tethered to some of the macro conditions could you explain why um, you're just putting this one as an underperformer a little bearish on this one yeah i mean look nicole you we've been one of the the, the lone bears of this street for some time now and and, and it, it we don't take pride in in calling you know the downside of of, of such a big and and really bold company in the payment space but when we think about those two variables that we called out being exposure to non-cyclical industries or having the ability to up, up surprise to the upside on margin, we really can't get comfortable with either of those dynamics for PayPal. I mean, if you think about how big this company is, be it 400 million users, over 20 billion in, in annual revenue, they're going to be highly sensitive to the overall trends in consumer spend. Right. And in the, in, in the case of a recessionary environment, you know, we're probably going to be scaling back, you know, some of the discretionary spending on on e-commerce um, before we uh, we tailor back, you know, paying our, our our electric bill or utility bills. So those two variables, plus the, the the how big this company is, it's not going to be easy for them to really tailor back their investments that they've made in an immediate way that gives you that upside surprise to margin. Yeah. Right. And so. Both of those things are working against them. We, you know, we would love to be able to to get off this this bare corner if we could, but we're just not right. there at this point. Yeah, and look, the truth of the matter is, it's you know, there was a one report out. It's hard to ignore e-commerce woes. I mean, consumers are pulling back a little bit um, on e-commerce spending, and that truly could impact a name like this. So, in the meantime, PayPal 
I mean, the facts are the facts. Six months, it's down 60%. So, um, you know, you're on point with it at this moment. That being said, there are other names that you have more interest in, such as uh, Flywire and Bills and Build.com, and also Toast. Tell me a little bit about those three, and is there a favorite of the three? Yeah, and not to just to close the loop on PayPal. I mean, this stock is down 70% off the highs, and it has shown real fundamental, you know, deterioration in their numbers. While a lot of these other names that you mentioned, Bill.com, Toast, Flywire. They're also down 70 plus percent from their highs, but have been showing improving fundamentals over that, that same time period. I mean, if you look at a name like Bill.com, they have both of those points that we talked about, meaning upside to margin and exposure to, to less cyclical or non-cyclical industries kind of checked. Bill.com is a B2B payments provider, right? For small businesses that are looking to make their regular payments to their vendors, their electric company and the like, and, and right. if you're a small business, you're, you're likely, that's one of the last things you're going to cut off or where you'd see the spend be impacted in a material way. So if, if they were gonna have downside to the numbers, we think that that's gonna be a, a, a theme that would be well telegraphed and also come with a down draw on, on the rest of the space. Toast, on the other hand, that, this is one that, that we think is a pretty bin, binary story, right? On one hand, if you think about restaurants and, and the potential impact to, to people going out to eat, it, it, it gives investors a lot of you know, caution that, that they will see downside in the numbers. But in our view, we right. think that the demand for solutions that Toast provides to restaurants and be able to run their businesses more efficiently is the real key to the story that a lot of investors are somewhat overlooking or is, is harder to kind of grasp. But if you go through the, the, the menu of options that they have, be it payroll, be it uh, digital ordering, marketing, loyalty, those are things that are kind of like par for the course to run a business, which you can all bundle in one, one simple solution. Yeah. And so if you, last yeah. quarter they had bookings R crew of 6,000, which is up over 30% year over year and uh, bodes pretty well for the upside of the numbers on the software side of the business in the next year. And if software outperforms, that's a better track record for them all the way to uh, to beat on, on, on adjusted EBITDA margin and turn profitable sooner than expected. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's about too, margins and adjusting to these macro headwinds overall. And some seem mm -hmm. to be doing it better than others. And to your point, uh, just to leave folks so that they're very clear, the top pick was Bill, 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 Bill.com. That's your favorite and you think, yes. um, Flywire has been meaningfully overlooked in recent months and also keeping an eye on toast, too. Thank you. Andrew Bow, yeah. nice to speak with you. Director, Senior Research Analyst, Nico Securities America. Have a great weekend. Thank you.